Welcome to the Canadian SME Podcast, a podcast for Canadian small businesses. We interview Canadian experts and entrepreneurs to provide expert insight into marketing, innovation, business leadership, technology, and trends that impact small business. Our mission is to empower Canadian small and medium enterprise to help you grow your business. The business community has taken a leadership role in diversity and inclusion with the creation of the Black North Initiative and the Canadian Chamber's BIPOC Leadership Council over the past year. The Canadian Chamber has played a central role in supporting SMEs during the pandemic and getting programs put in place to help them. We recently got the chance to chat with Dr. Trevin Stratton, the Chief Economist and Senior Vice President of Policy at the Canadian Chamber of Commerce, the largest and most influential business association in Canada, representing a network of over 200,000 companies. In this role, Trevin evaluates economic conditions to develop national policies aimed at improving Canada's economic performance, job creation, and the competitiveness of Canadian business. Prior to joining the Chamber, Trevin was named as Ottawa's 40 Under 40 for founding and leading BDO, Canada's National Economic Development Consulting Line. In this podcast, Dr. Trevin shared his experience leading the business community through the most severe economic downturn in our lifetimes and what are some improvements that will be made to better support Canadian businesses after the Canadian Chamber Budget 2021 announcement. Hi Trevin, on behalf of Canadian SME, I'd like to welcome you to our small business podcast. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me on, Naeem. Likewise, very pleased to have you on our show this afternoon, Trevin. Now, the business community has taken a leadership role in diversity and inclusion with the creation of the Black North Initiative and the Canadian Chamber's uh, BIPOC Leadership Council for over the past year. What does it mean to you to be the first executive that is a person of color in the history of the Canadian Chamber of Commerce? You know, that's that's a, a big question. Um, so, you know, first of all, I'm, I'm an economist, but I'm also a, a bit of a history buff, particularly when it comes to business and, and economic history. Uh, and I mean, this organization, the Canadian Chamber, is the, the organization whose board selected the first governor of the Bank of Canada. Uh, and so to be kind of the first of anything in almost 100 years at the Canadian Chamber of Commerce is, is just amazing to to think about. Um, and, and you're right, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, incredibly happy and excited to see the, the the leadership role that the business community is really taking on when when it comes to diversity and inclusion um, when when it comes to the Canadian Chamber's BIPOC Leadership Council or, or the Black North Initiative uh, and you know I think it, it has to do with with a couple different things For, first of all obviously the, the business community just just taking in inclusion so seriously um, but also maybe more with, with the diversity lens in mind uh, you know even from from my own personal experience like my my mother is from Trinidad and Tobago and my father is from Sri Lanka and and just even growing up having different types of perspectives I, I have found has always been so useful um, and then similarly you know I, I grew up in Canada but but I spent many years living abroad in, in the UK and the Netherlands and Switzerland um, and the US and Dubai uh, and you just find that you know when you're in different um, business cultures when you when you're in uh, just different countries and different environments you learn so much just from having different perspectives um, and I think that's what that's what a lot of business leaders are are, are thinking about as well when they think about diversity too um, is that you know having different perspectives really helps you refine your strategies look at things in a different way um, rethink your assumptions um, which is you know at the end of the day also just just good for business um, and so you know I, I, I think that's it's, it's a really interesting uh, avenue going forward is, is the business community's leadership role in that. 
Your journey and background is indeed very, very fascinating. Now, the Canadian Chamber has played a central role in supporting SMEs during the pandemic and getting programs put in place to help them. What has what has it been like, like leading the business community through the most severe economic downturn in our lifetimes? It's um, it's it's been a whirlwind, uh, but but that has been very rewarding as well, I would say. So to think back to to the beginning of the pandemic, you know, I, I think it was something like March 12th last year, right before everything closed down here in Canada, um, and myself and our CEO uh, Perrin Beatty. Uh, who, you know, we, I remember having a call uh, with, with the prime minister's office, uh, you know, talking about what's going to be needed to support business going forward uh, and just really being at the heart of it in terms of the creation of some of the supports that were created, like the wage subsidy, like the rent subsidy, um, like CBA, the, the loans for liquidity for, for a lot of businesses that were suffering. Uh, you know, it was, it was very rewarding to, to just be able to, to help businesses and, and help Canadians however we could uh, at the time, because you know, when I think back to those days, it was, uh, you know, we were receiving hundreds, if not thousands of, of emails and, and people contacting us every day, just not knowing what was going on uh, and, and not knowing what it meant for their business. Um, and so it's, you know, it's it's been quite a whirlwind. Um, not that we're out of it yet, of course, but I think that um, at least we know at, at the time, right at the beginning, we didn't know what tools necessarily were available to manage this. Now we know what tools are in the toolbox to to, to do it, and so um, it's it's also been interesting just to see, um, you know, how how you can learn about managing crises in that way uh, as well, and and using that to to try and save as many businesses, save as many Canadians as possible. Right now, with regards to the Canadian Chamber Budget 2021 analysis, there are many positives for business re- resilience and recovery, but longer term economic health will depend on the government managing debts and deficits. How will managing fiscal uncertainty be critical? This year. Oh, it's it's going to be so important. I mean, the amount of spending that that governments, not only in Canada but all around the world, have done is is extraordinary. And 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 you know, much of it has, of course, been necessary to to support people during the crisis. And and it would have been a lot a lot worse without um, some of those supports that were provided. Uh, you know, I think managing fiscal uncertainty is going to be uh, very important for the government going forward. I mean, there is a lot a lot more spending that has been allocated in in the recent budget. Um, you know, $101 billion is, is a lot of money. Uh, and so what's going to be so important is, first of all, ensuring that um, what government is spending or whatever fiscal hit we take has the greatest return on investment when it comes to economic growth and when it comes to jobs going forward. Uh, because, you know, that's that's what after we're over the pandemic and then we're able to put that in the rearview mirror, that's what longer term or medium term recovery is really going to entail. Uh, and there are a lot of different you know variables there to, to your point about uncertainty. Um, so, you know, the, the government is going to have to meet its growth targets to be able to manage the fiscal situation. If growth isn't as high as they're projecting it to be, then that's going to have an impact on government revenues and our debt and deficit is going to be even larger. Um, it's going to have to, uh, well, there's a lot of uncertainty because um, the projections are also relying on, um, you know, interest rate projections. Uh, and so if, uh, you know, interest rates go up sooner than are predicted, if interest rates go up by a greater extent than are predicted, um, then that's also going to have a big impact on, on all this debt that we've accumulated right now. Um, so it is, really is about, about finding a fine balance going forward. Right. But what are some improvements that will be made to better support Canadian businesses after the budget announcement? 
Yeah, and there are there are a lot of announcements uh, in the budget for businesses, particularly small businesses. Uh, you know, so first of all, the extension of the wage subsidy and the rent subsidy, at least until September, um, and the government has also signaled that it's flexible to potentially extend that to November. Um, that's going to be so important for small businesses, particularly those ones in the hardest hit sectors. Uh, you know, hospitality, tourism, uh, retail to a certain extent, uh, the arts, and so uh, you know that's those support are remaining in place uh, for the time being, which is very important. Um, that's not to say that there also isn't, you know, potentially room for improvement. I mean, they're set to start winding down in July. Uh, you know, I think we're, we're definitely going to have to maybe rethink that because a lot of businesses are probably looking at a longer timeline for recovery. Um, and a lot of those small businesses in those hardest hit sectors are. Um, you know, there was a new program that was created to help uh, businesses, th those same businesses, uh, be able to hire people back once, you know, once it's safe. To, to reopen um, our economy. And so that is, is obviously potentially useful for a number of businesses as well, you know, looking to hire coming out of this and into recovery. Uh, and so, you know, there, there is a lot in there for, for small businesses to help support them. And, and we at the Canadian Chamber will obviously keep on pushing to, to make sure that those supports remain in place and, and are improved uh, as, as businesses need them. Right. Now, you recently gave a statement, and I'm going to pick on it, regarding the recent monetary policy report and interest rate announcement. Now, according to you, why should Canada's recovery plan focus on healing the investment wounds so our pandemic scars don't limit our future prosperity? So I think that investment is going to be such a big piece of our growth trajectory going forward. So, so as an economist, you know, I would say that there's a difference between a rebound, uh, you know, in the short term and actual recovery over the medium or longer term. Uh, and so what we're seeing right now is that there's a lot of of, of what economists like me call pent-up demand in, in the economy. Um, so there's been a lot of money that's gone into savings accounts that consumers are saying they're ready to spend once, you know, what once the economy reopens. Um, there are a lot of businesses that are planning to invest in anticipation of that pent-up demand being released probably in the second half of this year. Uh, and, you know, our growth rates for the second half of this year are going to be higher than, than we've ever experienced before. You know, we're, we're projecting, you know, somewhere over 5% GDP growth for Canada for for 2021. And most of that is taking place in the second half of this year. So it's going to be quite large. You know, I think the trick is going to be turning that immediate rebound into uh, longer term growth, um, because eventually that pent up demand is going to run out. Um, and we need to ensure that there's kind of a soft landing for growth, that we don't go back to our, you know, mediocre pre pandemic growth levels in, in Canada. Um, and so what's going to be so important for that is actually being able to transition from some of this, uh, you know, public support that's been provided to private sector investment, um, and putting in place the policies that really help encourage investment particularly in those things that that help improve Canadian productivity. Um, and, and that's, you know, things like technology, investments in skills, um, upskilling as well. Uh, and that's, you know, an area where Canada has suffered a bit over the last decade. You know, our productivity levels have been lower than the U.S. historically for various reasons, but since around 2011, they've been diverging even more. Um, and so really having those types of competitive policies, uh, you know, tax policies, regulatory policies, uh, trying to break down interprovincial trade barriers, um, those are going to be so um, integral to Canada's long-term growth, competitiveness, and prosperity. Right. No, you're 100% right. We need an ambitious growth plan to really restart, recover, and reimagine prosperity for all Canadians. Now, on a final note, Travin, what is your key advice to small businesses during these challenging times? 
You know, I, what I think is, is, is something that's very important to keep in mind is that all small businesses aren't the same, of course. Uh, you know, there are a lot of small businesses right now in those hardest hit sectors, those sectors that really rely on physical presence for their business models to work, um, that are that are really, you know, suffering still under, you know, for instance, here in Ontario, a, a new wave of, of restrictions and, and a third wave of the pandemic. Uh, and for them, it's that, you know, to, to keep holding on uh, because, you know, we're we're almost to the point, um, hopefully, where you know these businesses can can hopefully get back to normal at at, at some point, uh, you know, over the next few months, and 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 that that should be helpful. And then for those other businesses, there are a lot of small businesses out there in, in other sectors um, that that have you know grown during the pandemic or or, or certainly haven't suffered as much. This is what uh, you know economists call a K-shaped recovery. Some sectors are going up and some are going down. Um, and for those businesses, you know, I think uh, really helping to drive that investment going forward that that I just mentioned that's going to be so important that private sector investment, particularly in technologies and skills, is is, is going to be very important for uh, you know for all Canadians. Uh, and you know specifically when when it comes to small businesses they are the backbone of the canadian economy they're you know small businesses comprise a much larger portion of the canadian economy than for instance in the united states um, and so really having those small businesses help drive us out of this and help create jobs and help create you know a future and, and prosperity for canadians going forward small businesses are you know they're going to play a central role in that Right. No, we really need to empower small businesses to really, you know, be able to survive and thrive in these challenging times. But thank you so much for sharing your insight today with us, uh, Trevin. It was a pleasure having you on our show tonight. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you for listening to the Canadian SME podcast. Please visit CanadianSME.ca to subscribe and join us next week as we share more expert advice from Canadian business leaders.